0: Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey.
1: Coming up. When you're in this situation, you can feel very alone and isolated, and that's what that's what an abuser wants you to feel like. They let us know
0: that somebody was found dead next door.
2: For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. man is facing murder charges after police in Illinois say he killed his pregnant ex-girlfriend earlier this month.
0: lose a child that way, and that baby is an extension of her mother and the rest of her family, so they lost a child as well. They lost two.
2: Right now, DeAndra Holloway is locked up and faces multiple charges for a crime the police say was unthinkable. DeAndra Holloway was charged Monday with murder, intentional homicide of an unborn child, and multiple other crimes in connection with the June 9th death of 22-year-old Lisa Don.
0: Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey.
2: I'm joined now by KSDK reporter Justina Cornell. Justina, thanks for being here with us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
2: Lisa Dodd was discovered earlier this month. Can you tell us how she was found and who found her?
1: Yeah, so it's quite horrific and one of the more gruesome cases we have covered. Um, So this happened back on June 9th, and we became aware on more June 13th, so just a few days ago, um, of what exactly happened. So the chief of police of Alton, um, it's in Illinois, And put uh, a Facebook post, a video, and seemed very visibly upset. At that point, we learn more of the details. So uh, basically, the mother of Lisa Dodd had not heard from her in a few days. And on June 9th, she went to go check up on her daughter, who just moved into her new apartment um, in the Alton area on June 9th. And when she got in, she found her daughter decapitated. Um, I, you know, at that point, the police, uh, chief of police says, you know, there's one, you know, death is already horrific, but to see your daughter in this manner is probably one of the worst things that could happen. Um, and so at that point they'd started their investigation and, uh, through court documents, we learned that the person who did this or, you know, um, had put her head in the dumpster outside. So from there, they have arrested a gentleman, a 22-year-old man, Um, and so they believe that this man um, and her have been on and off for the last two years, Um, and they believe, you know, they have several charges against him, and they believe, um, you know, that he is the the person behind this, but again, this is now, um, he's held in uh, on police department um uh, police department they're uh, in jail, and he's on a two million dollar bond um but yeah, the details are quite horrific.
2: Lisa Dodd would have turned twenty three in August and she was also pregnant, right
1: correct so they beyond uh yeah, being you know herself decapitated her she was eight months pregnant. her family was planning her baby shower in just about two weeks. So at the end of June, cause she was due at the end of July. So, um, and now they're planning a funeral for both of them because, um, both died.
2: Can you, Tell us a little bit more about her and and what we know about her.
1: So I was able to connect, um, with their sister and they said that, you know, she was very loving and, um, not only to people, but she loved animals and I, um, believe she was going to follow her mother's footsteps to be in the medical field. And, um, her friends had nothing but great things to say about her and that she was a loving and, uh, you know, caring woman and she was going to be a great mom. And so, um, so, I think right now there's a GoFundMe to help the family, and whatever they don't use, a lot of the money will be used for local animal shelters. Like I said, she loved animals and for domestic violence resources.
0: She was just an amazing person. She was there for everybody. She just wanted to spread love everywhere. I should be able right now to just pick up the phone and call her. I just miss her.
2: Do do we know much of anything about how they were able to track down the suspect in this case?
0: So
1: I believe it's convoluted um but essentially um I believe he was back at where he a, a, in a different county from where he was living um and it was through I think another crime like uh, that he was caught. And so they were able to work with other police departments and really the police work, you know, connecting with other departments had helped uh, They really realize that he was also connected to this. So it was through another crime. He had been arrested. Um, and then they realized they put two and two together to realize that he was also involved in this In Alton, um, I think where he was, I think it was in Litchfield, still in Illinois in the same somewhat area.
2: Have police been asked, or do we know if he was the father of the child?
1: I have asked the on police chief and they have not answered that yet. So I don't know if he was or not. Um, But we do know that they had been on and off for the last two years, for sure.
2: Has there been any signs of domestic violence or real issues in the relationship?
1: So um, the the sister had not said anything that I'm aware of to, to our reporter. I had talked to her friend Um, and they said that they had been worried about their, you know, Lisa, um, and telling her for the last couple of years that they, that she needed to get out of this relationship. And one thing that really, you know, hurt my heart when they were saying, you know, we had told her like, get out because he's going to kill you. And she said, we didn't actually think he would kill her. Um, and so, and I know the chiefs had said that, please pray for these, for our domestic violence victims and survivors. And I know now they're um, donating money for domestic violence resources. So um, while the family, you know, I don't I don't know if they knew or not um, or they haven't said, but I believe that that is the case.
2: What is he now charged with?
1: He is charged with two counts of murder, two counts of intentional homicide of an unborn child, dismembering a human body, concealing a homicidal death and possession of a stolen vehicle.
2: We talked about domestic violence and the family maybe having some real concerns about the relationship. It sounds like we don't have any record of, of charges related no. to that. Okay, but nonetheless, in any case like this, there there's always a lot of information out there about domestic violence resources and people getting help before something terrible happens.
1: Right. So I actually, um, cover a lot of these cases in general. Um, I am a, I actually volunteer and I'm on the board for domestic violence organizations here in the St. Louis area. Um, And unfortunately, we have seen a rise in domestic violence, but not only just a rise in cases, but the aggressiveness and the severity of these cases, right? A lot of now times we're covering triple or quadruple homicides. And and just in this case, I mean, how volatile the the nature of this death was. Um, And there are so many resources out there. And I think... um, when you're in the situation, you can feel very alone and isolated. And that's what, that's what an abuser wants you to feel like. He wants you to feel isolated. I mean, it's a part of their mechanism of control. Um, but there are so many great resources. There's no judgment. And I think it is one of the scariest things for sure to leave, um, an abusive relationship. And that is the biggest advice that we give to our victims and survivors is that, um, We need to have a safety plan if they are going to be leaving, if they are going to be filing an order of protection. It's not to scare them, but it is one of the most uh, lethal times. Those 72 hours is when that shift of control happens. Um, It is one of the scariest times because that is more likely when something like this could happen. But um We want to empower them and tell them, hey, there's a safety plan and we can come up with ways to really protect you. Um, But there are a ton of resources and a lot of organizations that are doing just great stuff, not only in St. Louis, but all over.
2: Just Dana Cornell, Channel 5 KSDK in St. Louis. Thanks for talking to us about this really difficult case.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
2: Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault.